Hi, welcome to JP Morgan TV. I'm Tom Salbeck from Cross Asset Strategy. I'm joined by my colleague Toru Sasaki, head of Japan Macro Research. Toru, uh, what do you think of the latest result of the BOJ monetary policy meeting from, from April 28th? Do you think the BOJ will change the monetary policy in coming meetings? Yes, thank you, Tom. Uh, I think uh, the latest result of the BOJ uh, was kind of a neutral in the broad sense. It was a dovish result for the hawkish view and a hawkish result for the dovish views. On the hawkish side, uh, they, the BOJ deleted the forward guidance on the policy rate. And also they mentioned that they will respond nimbly uh, to the uh, developments in the economy and the prices. And dovish side, actually their inflation forecast was dovish. They continue to believe that the uh, core CPI will be below 2% even in the fiscal year 2025. But we think that the, uh, the BOJ uh, will widen the YCC band or abandon the YCC band in coming months. July, June meeting is uh, possible. And uh, I, th I think that the uh, July meeting probably have more possibility because uh, in July meeting, uh, they can uh, revise up the inf inflation forecast and then change the monetary policy. But at the same time, the global development is also uh, becomes uh, important, uh, like uh, the US debt ceiling and the banking sector and then uh, recession risk. If those kind of concern continues, I think it is difficult for the BOJ to move. So if the BOJ does abandon YCC, where is the fair value of the, of the JGB 10-year yield? And another thing that I'd ask you to touch on is kind of what's the upside risk if you know things can go a bit haywire with this transition to the post-YCC world? First of all, the, our race research team uh, think that the JGB 10-year yield seeding is going to be 1% as long as the BOJ maintain the negative interest rate policy. But if the BOJ uh, exit from the negative interest rate policy and then go back to the zero interest rate, the in, zero interest rate policy, the ceiling is going to be 1.2%. But those forecasts are basically under the assumption that the BOJ will continue to buy JGB through the Rimban uh, uh, operation at the current pace. So if the BOJ reduce the uh, purchasing amount of the JGB through the Rimban operation, the ceiling is going to be uh, much higher. And then looking at the history, uh, if we look at the, the uh, compare the core CPI and the JGB 10-year yield, uh, actually the before the Governor Kuroder uh, started his term, uh, before that, actually the uh, JGB 10-year yield was always above the core CPI. So now Japan's core CPI is uh, more than uh, above 3%. So uh, if the, uh, the JGB yield uh, much going higher, uh, there's a possibility that uh, the JGB 10-year yield will go above 3% uh, point. Uh, you know, if the uh, old situation goes back to the uh, pre-Kurodasan's uh, uh, period. So if the BOJ uh, normalize the monetary policy and start hiking the policy rate and the inflation rate remains relatively high, higher than they expected, and then BOJ reduce the limb operation, I think eventually the JGB 10-year yield has a potential for the uh, much higher level. Negative uh, rates are, are uh, a thing of the past in, what, in the rest of the world. How about the BOJ? When will it exit from, from negative interest policy? Sooner or later? Uh, we continue to think that the BOJ will exit from the negative interest rate policy in next year. 
But at the same time, uh, I think uh, you know, the probability in this year, within this year, cannot be ruled out. If the, uh, everything goes well, including the US situation, uh, nothing serious happens in the US, and the Japan's uh, inflation rate remains relatively high, which I uh, actually personally expect. If those uh, conditions are met, I think uh, the uh, exit from the negative interest rate policy within this year cannot be ruled out. And let's talk a little bit about the yen. I think a lot of people are expecting some repatriation flows as all of these interest rate changes are happening. But you wrote on your side that you don't think that the yen will appreciate in, in the longer term, even if the GGB yield rises to 1%. Can you explain what you're thinking about the yen right now? Uh, the first of all, the correlation between US-Japan 10-year yield gap and then dollar yen uh, tends to shift very often. So we cannot use the current correlation for the long-term analysis. The secondary, if the JGB yield goes up, uh, there's a uh, speculation that the Japanese investor will sell US Treasury and repatriate to the JGB. Therefore, US Treasury yield also goes up. Uh, and then therefore, uh, the yield gap is not going to narrow. That exactly happened uh, after the uh, last December, after BOJ widened the uh, YCC band to the 50 base point. And lastly, yeah, it, it is true that the Japanese investor may uh, repatriate, sell U.S. Treasury and repatriate the money to the JGB. But all those uh, U.S. Treasury investment is basically a fixed hedged foreign bond. They are not unlikely. To, they are not likely to uh, repatriate a fixed unhedged foreign bond. Basically, the repatriation will happen uh, with the FX hedged uh, foreign bond. Therefore, it has a negative impact on the U.S. Treasury market. Therefore, yield may go up, but it's nothing to do with the uh, uh, currency market. Basically, I think that the, the fundamentals of the yen uh, is the worst uh, in the past 40 years. Japan's trade and service deficit uh, is likely to remain at the 4% of the GDP level. And also the short-term yield gap between Japan and the rest of the world, including the US, is the widest in 20 years. And also the Japan's real rate uh, continue to be the deep negative. So all those uh, three uh, conditions are very much uh, negative on the yen. And then uh, actually it, those are happening at the same time. Now Japan has never faced uh, such kind of a situation in the past 40 years. So I think that the, the fundamentals of the yen uh, remains very weak. We often think of a weak yen as good for Japanese stocks. So how, how's it going to look this time around? So if the yen remains weak after the, even after the BOJ move, that should be a positive for, for Japanese stocks. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. Uh, if the yield, uh, JGB yield steep, uh, curve becomes steep, steeper, and also if the uh, BOJ uh, exit from a negative interest rate policy, that could be uh, uh, very positive for the bank stock. And in addition to that, uh, recently, uh, the Tokyo Stock Exchange uh, asking the uh, company those uh, PBR is below one uh, to improve. That is also the positive uh, movement. And lastly, uh, Japan, stock, uh, Japan Exchange Group uh, is going to make an uh, index, index, which is called uh, uh, JPX Prime 150, which will select the top 75 company whose uh, equity spread uh, is uh, widest. 
So I think those uh, move, uh, movement uh, in the, those uh, equity area is all the positive for the uh, Japanese stock. So I, I so I can be a bullish on the Japanese stock market. So Tom, uh, let me ask one question to you. As I mentioned earlier, the uh, global situation uh, is also the important to see the, whether the BOJ will move in early stage or not. So uh, could you tell me what, what is uh, the current situation in terms of the uh, uh, US debt ceiling and the banking system and also the recession risk? Yeah, it, it feels like there, there are a lot of things going wrong and uh, there are not a lot of paths to a, to a, to a good ending here. Even as our economists, they're, they're still looking at, let's say, two-thirds chance of recession to the end of the year or so, split between U.S. and global recession. Uh, but there are good chances for, for things to go wrong a bit sooner. Uh, as a, for instance, when we look at the 2011 episode of, 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 uh, of, of U.S. debt default, uh, it, it produced some pretty meaningful changes. So, for instance, stocks maybe went down around 20, 20% or so. Uh, from uh, peak to trough, and uh, let's say bond yields went down around, let's say, 175 basis points. Uh, similarly, high yield uh, spreads widened from around 450 or so to, to 900. So this is a pretty meaningful event. And according to CDS, it's, 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 it's pricing a um, uh, small but scary probability of this actually, of this actually happening. Um, so this is the kind of thing that can tip us uh, over into uh, early recession or at the very least an early market market correction. Another thing to, to be mindful of is that, of course, you know, we, we've had regional banking stress and things calm down for a while. And now with the recent market moves, it looks like regional banking stress has, has flared up a bit again. And at the same time that that's happening, we, we've just had a strong job sprint. So basically, we're, we're kind of flip-flopping around to these not very good scenarios. Uh, on, on the one hand, you're going to have uh, a strong job sprint uh, means that you, you have a risk of maybe more restrictive policy return to kind of boiling the frog scenario, or at the very least, uh, uh, rates staying higher for longer. And you know, when you look at this stock rally this year, this is a, a rally built off, let's say, five to ten stocks, and uh, it, it's basically the, this rally from our perspective is a house of cards. Another thing that I'd highlight is the artificially low vol that we attribute to zero data expiry vol sellers. And this is also something that is, that is a bit undependable. Um, so whether you're talking about uh, regional banking stress flaring up, producing credit headwinds, which will be a drag on growth, or uh, in the complete opposite direction, you, uh, you have uh, the economy being too strong, producing uh, restrictive rates, rates staying higher for longer, it's going to require repricing and risk assets uh, uh, and, and, and fixed income as well, which will be painful. And, and ultimately, on the, on, uh, for companies that can produce layoffs, which can bring about an earlier, uh, earlier result in, in terms of a market downturn and maybe an earlier start to the recession. Somber message, but that's, it is what it is. Well, thank you, Torasan, for joining us, and thank you all for tuning in to JP Morgan TV.